Pen American Center was founded a year later. International Pen believes that a lot of things having to do with writers are important, and I'm going to name some of these. This is a kind of summary of their charter. They believe that liter literature should know no frontiers, that works of art should be left untouched by national or political passions, that Pen members should work to create understanding between nations and help promote peace in what they call one world. That, that shows how slightly dated that principle is. And they also believe that Penn members should stand for the unhampered transmission of thought between nations and ardently oppose any form of suppression of freedom of expression at home and abroad. Uh, I'm going to put in an aside here. I've just come back from Greek Macedonia in a part of Greek Macedonia that's not far from the Albanian border, and a number of Albanian refugees have been coming over uh, in recent months since the liberation of Albania. One dear friend of mine went the other way and met a man who is considered to be Albania's most important visual artist, a man who has just been released from 10 years in prison, and who is a kind of heroic figure because he stuck to his faith in his own artistic impulses. This is what his indictment condemned him for, uh, and I'm reading it because it is on the verge of being hilarious. He was condemned for being influenced by Gauguin, Modigliani, Braque, Picasso, Freud, and other reactionary movements in art such as expressionism, post-expressionism, formalism, cubism, Freudism, whatever that is, all of which are opposed to methods of socialist realism. His name, mark it well, is Max, M-A-K-S, Bello, B-E-L-O. Our center attempts to promote the principles and objectives of international pen and its charter through a number of programs. Among these, a broad series of public events, a reading program that advances the cause of good reading, large numbers of awards for excellence in writing, <laughs> editing, translating, and human rights activities, a range of committees with a specific focus, such as the promotion of women's rights, of translation, children's books, and I'm sure I'm leaving a couple out, and it has a fund that provides aid for needy or ill writers and editors. But from my point of view, the most important work, an aspect of which brings us together today, is our Freedom to Write program. The long-standing chair of our Freedom to Write committee will now say a few words about our persistent enterprise in this area. Thank you, Faith. The Freedom to Write Committee of Penn, which many consider to be the heart of Penn, was founded in 1960 when Penn American Center was still a sort of young and uh, a young organization still finding its way. But it, it was born of the impulse that American writers are really quite fortunate as writers go around the world. And although we are always watchful and wary of any abuse on uh, freedom to write, anything that impinges a writer's right to proceed. Uh, most people elsewhere have it a great deal worse. And the Freedom to Write Committee works always to keep track of what is happening to writers abroad, writers who are in prison, who are under house arrest, who are in any way being kept from pursuing their own freedom of expression. In some cases, it's that they, they can be free in the world but can't print what they've written, or they can, they can go out on a limb and, and print it, or they can work on the radio and so on, and we have a very good example of it here today. About five years ago, when this young organization started growing into something quite public and uh, quite uh, of interest to the press, it seemed to the Freedom to Write Committee a very good opportunity to bring the attention of a larger audience to the fates of some of the writers around the world whom we have been following and writing letters for and writing cables and contacting their families and so on. So um, we established two awards, the so-called Freedom to Write Awards, uh, one of which 
in this past year has been endowed by Barbara Goldsmith and therefore is called the Penn Barbara Goldsmith Freedom to Write Award. Each year, there are two people whom we, um, rather than calling them winners, because this is not, not an occasion for winning when a person is highlighted by a Freedom to Write Award, but rather the recipient of one of these awards, who can either make use of the stipend that it carries or, and or benefit from the publicity that, that we are in a position to give it by making press announcements, by bringing it to the attention of the hundreds of people who attend the Penn Gala each year, which is why we sort of have a, a two-part announcement of it. Uh, we are rarely able to have the physical presence of the person who is a recipient of a Freedom to Write Award, because all too often that person is in prison or under house arrest or, or is not allowed to have a passport or so on. Indeed, uh, one, of, one of the special occasions here today is that we were to have sent someone to Haiti to make the presentation in person to Monsieur Paul. And uh, we all now have the benefit of having him here so that we can see him receive it and, he, and hear right from him what his experiences have been and why, why he was such an apt selection for this year's award. Thank you, Faith. Amy Willens is going to say a few words on the human rights situation in Haiti since the coup. When I first went down to Haiti, uh, it was just before the fall of Jean-Claude Duvalier. And when he did, in fact, uh, fall from power, what you heard was an incredible outpouring of, uh, of emotion and expression in Haiti that had been clamped down on for years before his fall. Over the years after um, he was ousted, which was in 1986, there was a slow silencing of that public voice. And it was really not until Father Aristide, President Aristide, came to power um, in 1990 that, that you heard that the people, again, making their voices heard over the airwaves, the radio being the most important form of expression in Haiti. Uh, now, um, after Aristide was overthrown, the, the repression was broad and, and it was not only directed against journalists and writers, but against the population in general who had voted for President Aristide, 67% of the population. Uh, right at the beginning of the, of the coup d'etat, when Aristide's fate was still in question, there was, another, there was a journalist who was kidnapped, and it was thought that he was dead. Another journalist was killed. Um, and this, these attacks on freedom of speech, which is a freedom highly identified with the Aristide government, have continued just, uh, I think, last month, another journalist was killed at a roadblock. Um, but it's not only the, the journalists and the writers and the artists in Haiti who've suffered, but the population broadly and, and throughout the country. Uh, freedom, freedom of expression is uh, on hold for the moment under this government, and freedom of assembly is not permitted by the, the sheriffs in the small municipalities throughout the country. People are imprisoned. Army officers attend meetings of more than two people. Um, the, the, the voice of the Haitian people has been silenced. Uh, I'm very pleased that Jean-Marie Paul was released from prison after suffering terribly there and that he was released from Haiti. Um, and I think that this happened because it would have been an embarrassment to the United States government to allow someone who had been so visibly tortured by the regime to have to remain in Haiti, where he might be subject to further repression. But I'd like to say, just because I think it's very important, that uh, the American policy on Haitian refugees, which dictates that any Haitian refugee found at sea be returned to Haiti right now, um, is frightening when you consider the case of Jean-Mario Paul, because there are many others like Jean-Mario who might not have the attention that he has and who will be returned to Haiti if they try to get out. 
and he's just one of the lucky ones, and he got some international attention. Um, and uh, I think that a lot of pressure should be brought on the U.S. government to change those policies. Thank you, Amy. We're with you on that. Um, Marianne Wiggins is now going to give us some of her own thoughts on the need to defend freedom of expression and then introduce our honored guest, John Mario Paul. Thank you. Um, I awoke this morning, uh, first of all, knowing that I was going to be sitting here this afternoon, but awoke to the news, as we all did, that there was a force gathering off the eastern coast of Florida in Jean Paul's previous neighborhood, um, a force of accumulating destruction and what in previous ages may have been called an act of God. Um, this is no longer called an act of God. In fact, it's called Andrew. Um, and so I turned on the television because I have friends in Florida. And there was Dan Rather, um, who is a United States news presenter. Um, and he was standing in high winds in the middle of this accumulating chaos. And I asked myself if this was, in fact, on the part of Mr. Rather, an act of courage. Um, and because I'm a natural storyteller and need to pull various threads together to make a skein of logic, I uh, reverted to the dictionary and looked up the word courage, there to discover that it is, in fact, uh, defined in one line, which I thought was rather surprising, which is the um, inability to express fear and or, i.e., bravery. It comes into English um, as no surprise through um, Middle English, Old French, French courage, but here's the stinger, um, from the Latin cour, which means heart. Uh, I think this explains a great deal of the potency of the word courage to us, that its meaning is, although hidden through the history of the word, tied so clearly um, to all of life and, and to us. Uh, by all testimony, uh, Jean Mario Paul is a courageous man. And I naturally fell into a consideration of what courage is and why it is so frightening to despots. Imagine Hurricane Andrew as a despotic force and imagine standing up to that. And it struck me that courage comes in many guises. Um, there is physical courage, which I think we have to separate out from moral courage. Um, Jean-Mario Paul, by all accounts, is a courageous man, both phys physically and morally. Courage is not so surprising in young people um, to us anymore, because one characteristic, I believe, of courage is that it is sustain sustaining and should be sustained, that it has consistency. A single courageous act should not, I'm not attempting to denigrate a single courageous act, but by all testimony, Jean-Mario Paul sustained his courage. He did not recant from his opinions. Um, never once did he give in to the, the horrible uh, results of physical torturing, which I believe he sustained in prison. Despots must fear courage, I, I suppose, because it comes from the heart, and tyrants are not known as big-hearted creatures. Um, they come in, under many names, but the only thing that can defeat them is the courage, the moral courage first, followed in extreme circumstances by physical courage to speak out, to, to sustain our heartfelt beliefs. Um, Friends of, of John Mario Paul's were asked while he was still in, in prison to characterize him or to tell us, to tell the world something of him. One friend stated that all news in Haiti 
is necessarily political uh, because it is the political constraints and restraints um, from which all of our grievances um, extend. Uh, the same friend said in French about this young man, and, and yes, he is young, and I, I, I'm not condescending to him, but I, I was reading in his CV that he is actually only two months older than my daughter, so I feel particularly maternalistic in, in bestowing this award to him. Um, she said in French about him, il a du courage, il a beaucoup du courage. He is courageous, he's got a lot of courage. And so on behalf of my fellow members of Penn, on behalf of courageous people, um, and particularly, well, from my heart to you, I, I offer you this Freedom to Write Award. going to have uh, the distinction of some words from our honored guest. Uh, what? Do you, uh, would you like to Before I begin, directly in the issue, directly at the issue, I will salute every woman, men, brothers, compatriots, and the members of Pan American. The Haitian media the Haitian media uh, associated its voice with mine to tell Pan American that we are very grateful que nous-mêmes en Haïti n'a mené pour triompher droit liberté la parole because with this price they had offered to me they sincerely manifest that they are putting their voice with us in the struggle that we are carrying for the rights of free, the freedom of, for freedom of speech limite sûr que prix ça a une place qui vini pour lire you can you rest assured that this honor will find a special place waiting for it in the struggle that we are heading or launching in Haiti. This price is a victory. It shows the solidarity between journalists all around the world. In, and it also opened a door. Et c'est même assurant ça que nous gagnons nous-mêmes journalistes haïtiens, jodian, que nous gagnons l'autre confrère dans l'autre pays qui comprend une situation anarchique, situation fasciste, répressive, côté n'a vive n'a professé métier nous comme journalistes en Haïti. And it shows that. Uh, there are other brothers, journalists around the world who understand the anarchistic and uh, repressive and situation that Haitian journalists are undergoing in Haiti. And this gesture represents a force and a stimulant that will push us forward in the struggle, in the work that for many years or that all people who have as little consciousness or who are conscious understand that the right for one to be informed 
droit pour mon critiquer. The right for one to criticize. Droit pour mon écrit. The right for one to write. Droit pour mon imprimer. The right for one to publish and print. Sacré. It's a sacred right. Et personne moun pa gen droit violer dans quelque soit façon et quelque soit manière. And no one should violate this right in any way or form. Et il temps pour moun ki sou pouvoir comprendre question ça. And it is time that people in power should understand that. Mata même dernier journaliste haïtien qui victime de intolérance fermeture l'esprit autorité. I would like uh, to mention the last journalist who've been victimized. Mais malheureusement beaucoup en pile l'autre journaliste. Mm -hmm. Mata même moi c'est dernier journaliste haïtien autorité fait victime. I would like to be the last Haitian journalist that the authorities will victimize. Mais malheureusement, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, many more journalists have been victimized after me. And that's one of the things that scared me the most that the situation is still going on. There is another government but there is still the same censorship. What I said is well-founded. It is still pretty much lively because I say there are still repression going on in Haiti and censorship for people who want to express themselves freely. There are students that have been attacked who have been attacked, um, arrested, and uh, menaced, and there are journalists there are journalists that have been killed, arrested, and uh, no one knows their whereabouts. And there are many, many more victims that we don't know about. Because they criticize the authorities, expressing what they feel. For instance, mentioning of the return of President Aristide. Once again, I would like to say a big thank you to Pan American. And I hope that in any way that they will express their solidarity, it will always stay for writers. It will always be for writers, pour journalists, journalists cap travail, who are working, cap lutter, who are struggling. Façon pour tout que la parole, on doit moun in a way that uh, they will always continue in a way to express that the rights of freedom, freedom of expression, freedom of speech is a right and a right that no one should uh, violate. Thank you. We now open the floor to questions from the press. Uh, if you can possibly direct them specifically to people at the table, please do so. Uh, and identify yourselves, yes.
One of the things that I believe that I thank is a little bit fearful knowing the situation. I'm a journalist, not a political leader, but... Okay, as a journalist who've been observing somewhat, I have, uh, I can offer an analysis. I believe that uh, this stance is uh, a way that reflect the position of the American government in its policies toward Haiti. Parce que jusqu'au lien en Haïti and dans société hein, société civile là. Cuz till now in Haiti in the civil society. Une nan bagaille qui expliquer et qui paraît tout. One of the things that is clear and that is explained. Gouvernement américain t'a joué en pile dans sa cap passé en Haïti journée aujourd'hui. Is that the Haitian government played a The American I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The American government played a central role in what happened in Haiti. En gros, pense que réflexion par rapport avec question ça. In all what I think about this crisis or this issue. Comme haïtien qui vivent réalité en Haïti. As a Haitian who's living the real thing in Haiti. Parce que refléter même conception population civile là qui subit I believe that the population of Haiti would um, would come forward with, and uh, there are a lot of repression in Haiti. Um, there are auxiliaries in throughout the country, continuing the repressive acts, and I don't see. And in all that's that's that that's so I can scratch on the on the. This problem. He did just say that these were, he believed, political refugees and not economic refugees. The message that I have is. Moi, c'est une journaliste qui question objectivité, mais il y a un problème avec elle. I'm one of the journalists that I have a problem with objectivity, the question of objectivity. Parce que vraiment, objectivité n'a pas existé dans le monde journalistique. Objectivity does not really exist in the journalistic world. Moi, plus quoi que un journaliste capable de faire choix. I believe a journalist can choose the information or its information. He can give one kind of information priority on another type of information. 
It means that he will, that journalists will tell the truth on whatever he has chosen to tell, the whole truth, um, nothing, n without adding anything or diminishing the reality. C'est ça que fait pendant six ans que ma milité en la presse, ma travail comme journaliste. That is the reason why for those six, year, six years that I've been a journalist, that I've been working with the press, all those six years I've always given the issues, I've always been a voice for the masses of Haiti talking about their problems into health, education, uh, their poverty. Uh, I've always chosen to be a voice for the masses of Haiti since they have not had a voice. I've always directed my microphone towards areas that were very corrupted, for instance, in the Justice Department, in the area of justice, the army, hospital, and other public institutions. And I took the responsibility to treat this information as real, at, with all the realities, with all, with all the objectivity. My message is that there can't be liberty for the press if there cannot be liberty, freedom of expression. Today, no one, no one can, can talk in Haiti. No one can express their thoughts. No one can write what they feel. question liberté la liberté la parole, avec bataille que peuple then the, the struggle for the press, for the Haitian press, is tied with the struggle of the Haitian people, where we would come out with a, a right society, a, a society that is... A society where there will be justice, where there will be the rights to express oneself, to express what they think and what they feel. It means that um, concurrently the struggle for the journalists is going on with the struggle of the people. The struggle that the Haitian masses or the people are heading forward with should support the, the struggle of the journalists and vice versa. The journalist battle is also. When I mean journalists, I'm not talking about the journalists who are doing or expressing propaganda on any terms for any government, although it may be on the blood of the people. And in all, what the people will do will determine what happened. They are the ones who can, they will be winners. They can, with the support of the international communities, uh, with no, without the international community, without any hypocrisy, the people can win. They will be the one who can counteract the military reactionaries or anyone that is going against them. Ça m'a dit en plus 
c'est pour le peuple maintenu, mobilisation, même gens tout, communauté internationale qui, pendant l'hypocrisie avec le peuple haïtien, doit maintenir mobilisation jusqu'à ce que nous arrivions à, à une société de droit démocratique. Les gens que pendant cette mobilisation. And I will add that uh, the people of Haiti should continue to mobilize. And the international community, those that are really with us without any hypocrisy, should also remain mobilized in order for us to get to the point, to the victory uh, corner um, or in a state of democracy in Haiti, in a right uh, state of democracy in Haiti where Where democracy will prevail, uh, like it began seven during the seven months that Aristide was in power. Est-ce que vous pensez continuer à travailler comme journaliste ou est-ce que vous êtes capable de considérer une situation Est-ce que vous continuez à travailler comme journaliste ou bien là Ici, aux États-Unis. Là ou bien est-ce que vous pensez en la condition pour venir ou est-ce que vous êtes capable de continuer Est-ce que vous condition vous permettre de continuer Oui. Façon à répondre, je pense que... All the time that I spent in prison, I remained a journalist. I was still a journalist. And I believe the time that I spent incarcerated and bastonnated, the beatings that I got was a lesson that was taught to me. And I believe the journalist that I spent to move away from journalism or move aside from it would mean that I really did learn that lesson. I believe that while I'm still here, yes, I will remain a journalist. And I will return in Haiti shortly to continue on exercising my uh, profession, journalism, in a very short time. As a journalist, I will answer you. I will answer the question as I see it. Avec coup d'état, popularité Aristide monté plus en Haïti, c'est as a result of the coup d'état, the popularity of Aristide has tremendously increased in Haiti. The problem is not Haiti. It's a group, a small group of people that have uh, stopped uh, Aristide from that has seized power and have uh, not allowed Haiti, Aristide, to be in Haiti. Repeat the question. Um, last week we heard the story of a, a camp. Are there other stories 
Est-ce que l'autre bagaille ou pensez qui va arriver joindre presse américaine non est-ce qu'on gagne on célèbre qu'on t'a remet dit qui sont là est-ce qu'on gagne bagaille pour capable informer on t'a ouais exactement et moi même pas tellement dit que il y a des bagailles qui pas arriver presse qui pas arriver joindre presse américaine là I'm not going to bluntly say that there are stories that have not reached the press the American press problème qui pose en Haïti au niveau presse là c'est que nous c'est des journalistes les poser pour tout le monde là presque des médias qui parviennent tellement de grands moyens de communication et c'est des agences occidentales qui ramassent monopole presse là en Haïti et agences ça le plus souvent the problem that exists in Haiti and as well as in all third world countries is that they don't have the only the western uh, agents press agents has the monopoly of what comes out et agence ça le plus souvent collaborer avec gouvernement en place. And usually they collaborate with the government that, it is, that is in power. Et au même tout ils pratiquent une sorte d'autocensure et au parvoyer toute bagaille gens ils ont passé en Haïti. And they also within themselves profession auto censorship, they have auto censorship within themselves and they may not choose to send out some information, certain information. Ouais, et puis l'autre bail m'était ajouté c'est que répression en Haïti, c'est juste sous 31 stations radio qui ont fonctionné à travers tout le pays. There were 31 radio stations that were functioning in Haiti. C'est seulement 6 qui reprennent information, qui reprennent travail qui fonctionnait. Because of the repression, there are only 6 functioning radio stations in Haiti right now. Kounyan vin mwens, gayoun ki pa y met encore, ki pa ba information. And it has diminished by one, now, Radio Lumière. Après que au fin tout dans moi dans semaine passée, il y a un journaliste Radio Lumière qui c'est Robinson. After they kill a journalist of Radio Lumière, his name is Robinson. Et puis station radio ça là dans dans cinq ça au côté Of the five radio stations that radio remain. They are government owned radios. Les radio qui a fonctionné ensemble avec qui a collaboré pas intimider journaliste encore. Because today the army cannot or is not able to intimidate the journalists anymore. Elimination direct, direct. They eliminate you completely. Disparition. Dis disparition. They you disappear. Parce que you suspect, pendant que you prone the democracy, they arrête au monde, ça fait trop bruit. Because they feel they are saying they are democratic when they arrest somebody, it's so widely known. That they prefer to shoot you. I believe not to say that I think the whole population knows it was clear in the December 16, 1990 election that the American government had a specific candidate in the election of the 1990. And this uh, candidate, the ambassador Alvin Adams, explained clearly when there was a bit of conflict in exchanges, in verbal exchanges that were taking place. 
not to say Aristide, but with the Haitian people. And afterwards, he said to Aristide, après dans Stamboulou. And Aristide to answer him that, mais en pile Chaipalo. I'll quickly clarify it. Après dans Stamboulou is a Haitian proverb that says, after the dance, after the party, um, the drums get heavy. Et Aristide répondit que si il y a beaucoup de mains, il devient light. Et c'était des, des échanges publics qui t'ont fait. C'est des échanges publics qui t'ont fait. Et il y a eu des échanges échanges sur l'air. Sans compter diverses autres euh, répliques, diverses autres paroles qui t'ont dit entre le euh, gouvernement Aristide et puis avec euh, Bouchage. Um, without mentioning other exchanges that took place between Aristide, the President Aristide and Boric Chagé, who was Alvin Adams in Haiti. Et si vraiment, ton pays, non pays, and if, a, if an ambassador represents a country in another country, and the position, I believe that the position of uh, the ambassador is the position of the government that it represents. Thus, it was a supporter of the coup. I will answer that in two plies, in two tears. Pour question m'a dit que journaliste aujourd'hui qui capé sur même position ensemble avec nous. I will not, I will say that journalists were on the same side as I am. Professionnellement nous pas en opposition à quelque soit monde là. Professionally we are not in opposition with anyone. Comme nous-mêmes au niveau Amérique latine dans tiers monde là. Like uh, all of us in the America the Latin America or the Caribbean and Latin American countries us journalists we are evolving in a social system political in a political social system we are evolving in a political economic and social system and this system is actually is presently uh, completely corrupted and it's uh, at the end of its, uh, its finishing, its, its ending. Situation pas bon. The situations are no good. Alors que information, a moun ki information does not please people on, in power. Et dans zone sa, and us journalists in that area, we we always solicit it either with syndica, with a syndica, soit par organisation populaire, union, soit par organisation populaire, or with the, with the popular organizations, soit par organisation étudiant, or with the student organization, qui toujours gagne en bouchio des revendications pour présenter à capareil l'État. Who will always have uh, revendications, I believe. That's an English word. That's not yes. English. Demands that has to do for the, uh, toward the people in power, or demands for the people that are controlling. Once we journalists diffuse or come out with this information, government or people who have taxer journalistes de communistes, de terroristes, de activistes, en de bagages. The people in power usually would come out and name or call those people, those journalists, either communists, activists, or... Et ces bagages, ça va prouver, ça va servir preuve 
pour bastonner ou bien fusiller. And those things will be what they will use in order to beat them or torture them. Ce question pas maintenant même penser que grande situation terre en Haïti. On my part I believe there's a terrible situation in Haiti. Il y a des au niveau international comme by nouvelle pour yo. There are some international newspaper that I come out with news for them. Et retourner en Haïti parce que gouvernement lui-même dit que liberté la presse. I will return in that way I will return to Haiti because the government itself says there is freedom of speech. Et deuxièmement, je te libérer légalement. C'est au même encore, dans le même état, dans la même structure, les galions qui te libèrent. And they free me legally, and within their own structure, with what they have, they freed me legally. Et moi, je pense que retourner dans la fonction, fonctionner normalement. And I believe returning in my functions. Ça va l'embêter, oh. That it will annoy them. Et à obliger réagir ouvertement. And they will react openly. Sans voir où je cache mes. Openly, without. Moi, je pense dans ce sens-là, devoir me faire soutenir parce que pourquoi décider de mettre mon dehors pour me continuer de travailler. My responsibility is to go back to Haiti, to go back where and continue my work. It's a long story. They accuse me. Comme mon qui t'a metté du feu dans la caserne Gangouave. As someone who set fire. Criminal de paix qui était dans Gangouave. Who's as someone who set fire in a criminal of in a in a tribute or a court of peace in Gangouave and in the caserne in the barracks. Et en plus, ils accusent tout comme monde qui était contre bail pour information sur yo. And they accuse me for someone who was giving false information about them. Soit sur quelque personnalité d'après eux-mêmes qui légitime. Some in some personalities that they, some people that they believe were legitimate. Et après coup d'état. After the coup. Comme peuple ont été en gros réponse. Because the people of Gangwav respond widely and largely to the coup. Et l'armée te descend en réponse de réponse peuple. The army came down as a response to the response of the people. Les incendiés 26 cailles. And they set afire 26 houses. La dano cailles pam a cailles maman incendié. With, in those houses were my mom's house and my house as well. And they were after me. They were searching for me to shoot me. Because I was in the street that morning. I was reporting on the event. I was, when I heard the news, I fled. When I heard the news, I escape I fled went into hiding that's how I went to Port-au-Prince after a month I never heard anything or news of my family I decided to go to a friend in Gangwav whom I believe could have information on my family. That happened November 9th. That same morning, the army came where I was staying. 
As soon as they identify me as Paul Jean-Mario, was slapping, um, kicking, uh, using the, the weapons, the military, they started beating me with the... There were 10 men in civilian clothes. They had very heavy, big weapons with them. After that, they handcuffed me. They took me to the anti-gang. Anti I spent three days in the, the anti-gang detention center. And then they transferred me to the caserne, to the barrack at <laughs> it's when I get to Tiguave that I begin Moti Maswife, <laughs> which is uh, trouble. I mean, this very serious trouble. They shave my head. They started beating me that same night. They used the back of the weapons to hit me. And they put me into a cell that night. The following morning, about 12 or more soldiers came for me. They started beating me at that exact moment with their weapons and kickings and helmets. They took me to the to the office of the Israel P office, who was the commandant of the of the bureau, the bureau of Tiguav. And they gave me some tinons on the side. They tirash, because it's a crash. It's a dole for me. And they, this man had a surname, a pseudonym called Tihash, which means the little hatchet. And that's what he does to people, they strip you. Even Israel Pierre Fils, who was the man, was an officer of the Haiti. He was arrested in April, in the military of April, for a violation of the military, for a violation of the military, for a violation of the military, with the commander of La Rochelle. The same Israel Pierre Fils, who was the commander, who was also a military member of the, a member of the military. He was one who was arrested under a previous government, Avril government, because he was involved in stealing and in going inside of someone's house to steal. And him, and him and the common, the uh, another commandant uh, from from that barracks gave the men the order to put me down and stamp on, stamped on me. Et après, les gofinpilonem. After they stamped, stamped or stamped on me. Kounya, yo mari de même. They tied my hands. I can give you some images. I think I have some pictures of what. Mm -hmm. This is how I was on the floor. Uh, they call it the place of Capo Jack, which is they tie my hands and my legs and they put a piece of wood between them. They spent three hours beating me from about nine o'clock to twelve o'clock. I was beating. I was. I received more than three hundred 
um, loads of baton, big blows, 300, more than 300 blows. Et ben disposé près de trois fois. And I became unconscious more than three times. Et après, je vais passer 15 jours après un peu souvent. Sans que je ne me calme pas. Je vais passer 15 jours après un peu souvent. And after that, I spent 15 days where I only could crawl on my stomach. I couldn't do anything else. C'est comme ça, mobilisation vient de monter, mobilisation nationale, mobilisation internationale. Vient de forcer les gars, faire me paraître pour première fois devant le juge. And and ten days later, after the local, the national, and international mobilization started increasing, they allowed me to go see a judge. Et avec dynamisme avocat maintenant, j'étais obligé d'accepter que mal l'hôpital. And uh, with the dynamism of my lawyer, they agreed to send me to the hospital. Et sous pression, près de 10 militaires viennent chercher me dans l'hôpital après 6 jours, malgré que l'hôpital peut coexister, pour forcer m'entrer dans la prison encore. And under pressure, before I was uh, released from the hospital, but 6 days later, 10 military men came to pick me up to return me to my end, to my detention center. While I was in the hospital, my hands and my feet were handcuffed. And they menaced, they, they threatened to kill me while I was on the bed. And then they transferred me to Port-au-Prince on April 2nd. Qui ont côté moun pa gen bat moun parce que c'est pénitence ou al fait là. Yo te ou bat moun ko. And when I. Yo te bat moun nan l'estomac, nan poumon, tout nan do. A kout point, kout pied, kout baton. Tout pati nan ko. When they transfer me to the National Penitentiary Center, which is supposedly to be a penitent place where they're not supposed to beat you, I was beaten again all the, on my stomach, on my back. Et nan même sens sa atou, nan ka présenter un exemple vivant. Que c'est une année qui était dans la prison ensemble avec un petit goave. Je dans prison. I can have a vivid example. There was a man who was with me in the prison at Tigouave. C'est Nathan Laviolette. Nathan Laviolette. Qui était passé en barrage. Il même chien à coup de bâton. Who was, exactly, who was in the prison and they break his hand with batons. He was there before me. I met him there. Je dis que je suis sans dire qu'il y a des gens qui ont des informations. Je suis là pour la manifestation. Je suis là pour les gens qui sont là. Je suis là pour les gens qui sont là. Je suis là pour les gens qui sont là. Ils ont dit que je suis là pour les gens qui sont là. Et ils ont dit que je broadcasted or gave false information and they said that I was there the day that the people of Tiguav were marching or had a manifestation and that I had to give them with names of people who were present as well and the weapons that I'm hiding inside of my the weapons that I was hiding supposedly hiding I can give you, um, there are three reasons why I was arrested. I will say it and then after that I'll have to take a break. Premièrement, I was arrested because there were three, there's a group in Tiguave called Les Trois Brûlants, the three 
burning the three the three burners in Tiguav who were financed by big Makuts in in the port capital city in Port-au-Prince. Who had some problems with me and whom gave me a beating earlier in a previous administration under the Avril government. And second of all, I was one of the journalists who always pick or open the, the file of corruption within the institution of the state. Troisièmement, il y a des leaders partis politiques dans la zone, des partis politiques nationales, qui toujours ont sollicité l'argent pour me faire des informations pour eux, pour me faire des propagandes pour eux. And third, there were some political leaders in that area who has always offered me money to publish information for et, them or... Et dans l'époque, ça, par respect pour l'éthique professionnelle, l'homme est toujours refusé. And as uh, for my ethic, professional ethic, I've always refused. Et c'est trois raisons ça pour faire des groupes pendant coup d'état comploter pour arrêter pour battre pour diminuer. And I believe that those three reasons were the reason why they arrested me and beat me and I went through all this. I think I'm going to call the session to a close now. I want to tell you honored guests that we more than what you went through we honor your courage. We also honor your moral fervor. We are more than grateful that you're alive. And we wish you bon voyage from here on out. Thank you, sir. Thank you.